0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to the final Winwood edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. It's been a long couple of weeks for myself, Sean Calvert and Roy Giovanni. But the grass court season comes to an end tomorrow with the men's singles final in what is probably the most eagerly anticipated matchup of 2023. The number one seed, uh, Carlos Alcaraz, up against the number two seed, uh, Novak Djokovic, bidding to make history. Can he make history? Can the young upstart from Spain uh, spoil the Djokovic party well? We're going to answer those questions in the next 25 minutes or so. And to do that, I've got our senior handicapper for Because We Win. It's Sean Calvert. Sean, it's an intriguing final. It's a mouth-watering final. We, the one we probably expected, the one we never bet because we never thought the value was there. But as the tournament got on, it looked more and more like this was going to be the final. And what a final it promises to be tomorrow on centre court.
1: Yeah, it's the two that we thought at the start. But you know me, I like to go for potential value where I see it um if at all possible and you know I didn't I did not really think there was enough value in, in backing the two of them to, to get to the final. You know, I prefer taking a an each way, a much bigger each way price. That's you know that's worked for me very well over the years. But you know, it doesn't work every time. Uh there are gonna be obviously many occasions when the favourites do make it and, and this is one of them. But um before we go into this 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 final actually I think we, we need to we need to consider a factor that's just kind of cropped up. It's extremely windy. I don't know whether it's mm. windy where you are today. I'm guessing it probably is. It is. It's very, very windy here. And it's when we're we're talking now, aren't we? Just before the women's final. I think if people are going to have a bet on this men's final, I think they want to watch this women's final first because I'm not 100% sure how much um, of a factor it's going to be. I know it's obviously a center court is enclosed. I don't know whether they'll decide to close the roof because it is so windy. They may do. Um, It may, obviously, being a, a sort of stadium bowl, it may kind of mitigate that slightly. But I'd say watch that women's final and see how it gets on because it's like 25-mile-an-hour winds in London today and and similar is forecast for tomorrow. So we could now talk about djokovic Alcaraz for 20 minutes and everything goes out the window because it's so insanely windy. It just becomes a totally different match. So, yeah, something that, to bear in mind, that's just kind of cropped up um, this morning, really.
0: I'm just hearing the wind coming through my window. They reckon that the winds today could get up to 50, uh, where I am, 50 miles per hour winds. Yeah, I think
1: today... It's gonna be yeah, sorry, mate. I think today is gonna to be worse than tomorrow. But if you see what happens to the women's final, see how much it affects the players, and then consider how much it's gonna affect the Manx, it's gonna be similar if not if not quite as bad. I think today's probably the worst day, but tomorrow's probably you know it's supposed to be pretty windy as well.
0: But they're playing with the roof this afternoon for the women's final, and I'm sure if the wind got up, they'll play the roof. But you know, I think that must must change the, you know, the Is that why
1: was... are they, it's not supposed to rain. Are they have they said they're doing that because of the wind?
0: Well, they've they've taken this today. They've t- they're going to play the women's final with the roof on, I believe.
1: It must be because of the wind. There, because it's not, yeah. it's not raining. Is well, not? it rained so, here about
0: 10, 15 minutes ago, and they reckon there's going to be showers. So they've decided to play the roof. So I think if the wind gets up to that kind of um, kind of thing, I think that well, we'll see what happens. But uh, I think the yeah, wind probably going to be more of a problem. Yeah, we
1: can. I've been I've been made to look a bit silly on numerous occasions before when I've said. The, the the weather's going to affect things and it, you know loads of rain and it hasn't shown up and stuff but it's just something to bear in mind because it could be if it is really windy and the the roof is open, it you know it could be a a massive sort of it would just make the match completely different, won't it?
0: Well there's nothing that the Wimbledon committee would have decided to do in this one will surprise me. Fifty miles an hour window we'll play it. You know rain forecast at two
1: yeah two forty
0: five we'll still play at the same time. Nothing nothing surprises me what they do anyway on this tournament so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's have a look at the match. Now, obviously, this is the most eagerly anticipated match. It's sort of the, the old guard now passing on the baton to the new guard. Um, the market was very strong on Novak Djokovic all tournament. Obviously, now that Carlos Alcraz is putting a what was a tremendous performance against Daniel Medvedev, there's starting to be some kind of support for him. But that's all, that's all stopped in the last two, three hours or so. The, the serious betters are back out now in force for Novak Djokovic. And on the money line here, Novak Djokovic in 205. Carlos Alcaraz is plus 165. We'll come to the spreads and the total games in a minute, but um, if Novak Djokovic, um, if, sorry, if Carlos Alcaraz is to stop this record attempt from uh, Djokovic, you know, he's going for his eighth Wimbledon crown, he's going for a calendar grand slam. The forehand has been exceptional in the last few matches for Alcaraz. I mean, he's hitting forehands at over 100 miles an hour, which is just absurd. Um, that's going to be the weapon that's going to, beat Djokovic here where where do you see, if, if there is any weakness in Djokovic game where do you see if you if you Carlos Alcaraz's coach now you're saying right you've got you've worked what have you got to attack? where have you got to what have you got to change his game up to 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 upset Djokovic and win your first Wimbledon crown
1: I think the most important thing from from an Alcaraz point of view is he's he's got to approach this final in a much better mental state than he did at Roland Garros a, a month or so ago I mean he he beat himself that day didn't he um you know, he came in. He, I didn't see him beforehand, obviously, but he must have been climbing the walls. But the state that he came, he came onto the court at Roland Garros. He was so wound up, wasn't he? Right from the get go, he was really, really animated, and he wasted so much energy, um, getting himself in that sort of mental state that it impacted upon him physically, and he wasn't able to to do what he what, what he needed to do. What he was, what he had done before against Djokovic over admittedly over three sets, but. He didn't give himself a chance that day. That's that's I think that's the most vitally important thing. You know, he said um, several times, Carlos Alcaraz that he plays his best with a smile on his face. That's his quote. He said he hated it at the French Open, and this is the one area for me which is still a little bit unproven about Alcaraz. Is you know, and he's only a young lad. You know, he's not thirty-five year old. This 36-year-old Grand Slam multiple Grand Slam winner, he's still got this to learn. It, and that's for me is one of the big disparities between these: the, the experience factors. Let's assume then that he's he's prepared a bit better. Um, I mean, technically, he, he can if he can deploy the backhand down the line. Um, that's always a a good weapon against Novak Djokovic. Sinner did it pretty well um, in the semi final. The only the only thing that Sinner did wrong was, and it's a big thing, was that he. <laughs> He failed to finish off time and time again. He mm-hmm. failed to take advantage of situations where he was ahead in the rally. That finishing shot was was really poor from Sinner, and he, he handled the occasion poorly. You know, it was two set points he had, he had one of them on his racket, and he just walloped a forehand miles long. Uh, I think he went nil from six on break points. You know, every single big point in that match, and there were loads of 30 alls on Djokovic's serve, the six break points, the 3-1 lead he had in the tie break he followed all that up with with poor misses and that's that's all due to stress it's all due to to pressure he couldn't play in the big moments the same way that had got him into those situations and that's that's you know a big problem for, for a lot of these players a massive problem for sinner at the minute um is alcaraz able to do it what sinner couldn't that that that's the question you know cuz sinner was causing a lot of problems for Djokovic. if you look at the stats of that match In terms of service points, one, return points, one. Djokovic, 101. Sinner, 99. And there's only 10 points in it in total. You know, Sinner had taken some of those bigger points, some of the, or any of of the big points. You know, our our bet would have come in, wouldn't it? The over Mm. 37 and a half. We were really unlucky with that again. Um, One point away, effectively. Um, But he's he's got all the shots, you know, Carlos Alcaraz, If he can do that backhand down the line, the drop shot, uh, the big forehand, he's got everything that can make Novak Djokovic
0: Uncomfortable, which which Senna did, but he's got to do it better. That's the bottom line. There's a couple of things here which I would think are positives for our crowds. Obviously, the crowd, he's going to have the majority of the crowd on his side. But wherever Djokovic plays now, he's, he hasn't got the ground on his side. And the other thing I think that helps him a little bit. You said he likes to play with a smile and a bit of freedom. Going into the French Open, he was the favorite. You know, everyone expected him to win. He was he was heavily supported. No one said Djokovic had a chance. He, he was an overwhelming favorite. And that pressure of being the favorite may have got to him. This time around, he's an underdog. You know he's a he's a plus one sixty five underdog here, so that might be a little bit of a, a relief for him. Nobody expects him to win. They want they hope yeah. he can win, but nobody expects him. But the expectation wanting to win was the French Open here. But with this guy, the man he's going to beat is Novak Djokovic, and Novak Djokovic. You know, you said yesterday you watched Novak Djokovic yesterday. That was a masterclass in mental strength. You know, he had the he called the the hindrance, the the time violation, the same game, and he held that with break points and won it. I mean, that is just a sign of what the guy is he did but Sinner did let him
1: off the hook a bit there he really
0: did I think any other player in the world would have lost that I don't care I I mean because he wouldn't have he wouldn't have got in the rally he made shots in the rally he he made Sinner win the point Sinner couldn't win the point that's what Djokovic is all about but that is what he's got to beat and obviously he's got to beat that record that he has 10 years since he last lost on 10 of course 44 matches or something like that I think it's 44 matches the last time he got beat it was against Andy Murray in the final so that is a huge, huge advantage. The big, the big grand slams, the, the big tournaments, twenty three grand slam titles. So it's the advantage he has here, which you got to outweigh with the talent of, of Carlos Alcaraz. Both of them are unbeaten on grass this year. Obviously, Alcaraz, I think he's 10-0 now, 11-0, ten 11-0, and zero now, eleven and 11 and zero, and Djokovic obviously seven zero. So the informed players, the informed match. Um, the other thing about Djokovic, which I've watched Djokovic, we both watched Djokovic over the years. I never thought he had a big serve. I thought he just, but he's serving now. He's got to have the, one of the best serves in the men's game. How, that's, probably the mo- yeah. that's probably the most improved shot in men's tennis, I think, that Djokovic serve. It's insane. How could a guy yeah, get better? He's got better after 23 majors. Yeah, it's it's always been good. I think
1: he's had problems with his shoulder and stuff over the years. That's perhaps held him back um, on occasions. But it's just the accuracy of it. I mentioned it in the, the podcast, I think the last one or the one before. Um, that that we did when I talked about is is uh, it's just it's just so accurate. He's held serve ninety seven percent of the time this Wimbledon. He, I know he saved quite a lot of break points. I think he saved eighty four percent of the break points against him this Wimbledon. But he's he's still winning seventy. I think it's seventy five percent of his service points. His return game has actually not been great this uh, this Wimbledon. He's only won thirty five percent of return points. His average at Wimbledon is around about forty percent. So he's five percent down on that, but he's compensated for that by um just serving brilliantly. It's it's just the accuracy. He knows and that, that goes for his ground game as well. You watch Novak Djokovic, you, you don't you don't come away feeling like you've seen a spectacular performance a lot of the time. Certainly the casual tennis observer would would watch Djokovic and think, Well, is, is this that great? It, it it is if you if you sort of think about it and see what he's doing. Um he's not a Roger Federer in terms of the sort of flashiness um but it's just the pinpoint accuracy every every shot he makes pretty much has a purpose and and goes exactly where he wants it to at the right time and a lot that's what a lot of tennis is about it's a lot of it is about just giving your opponent the ball that they don't really want you know and that's that's how he's made a, such a fabulous career nothing massively flashy but so so effective and, and against sinner you know he he made sinner play that one more shot and, and Sinner couldn't do it. At times he could, you know, it, but but Sinner was only doing it at like 15 11 15-all, 30-15. He wasn't doing it at 30-all break points, was he? No. He, he he just couldn't play with that that same freedom in those moments that he could earlier in, in the game. And that's, that's what Djokovic does to you. He just, he, he's so mentally strong. Um, the question for Alcaraz at, at the minute is, can he be that mentally strong? I mean, he's certainly shown signs of it, but he's also shown signs of of weakness if you want to call it that in terms of the um you know the energy that he he expends another thing with alcaraz is that he spends a lot of energy as well chasing lost causes that that didn't help him either at the french open you know jo- jokovic if a point if he, you know if a points there he's not going to chase a lost cause he's not going to chase four or five drop shots and, and you no know, tr- in in the hope of doing a 25 shot rally he'll let, it, he'll let it go alcaraz won't I think he hasn't learned yet to sort of conserve his energy. So there's you know quite a lot of factors um Look, to think about in this final.
0: Yeah, a huge amount of factors. It's it's an intriguing one for me. I mean, I'm I'm swaying towards Djokovic, but I'm, I think it could be a long one. But we'll come on to some of the props in a minute. Uh, there are a staggering 60 different markets available on the Bet Rivers website on this match. Some brilliant props as well. Time of the final, how long the final is going to be 184 minutes over 184 minutes minus 139 under 184 and a half minutes plus 105 total top double fall total tie uh total tie breaks total number of service breaks five and a half um aces that just an amazing amount i don't think you'll get a better array of markets on any sports book in america than what you're getting on the men's singles final tomorrow with bet rivers and remember if you if you do place play and you can't watch it from your home on a sunday say so you've been out to Go and see the the, the mother in law, or you have to take the the kids to to some football practice, or anything else. You can watch it on the comfort of your mobile or your uh, or your tablet on the live stream. If you do place a wager on this match, um, let's look at a couple of props. Game spread three and a half. Uh, Alcaraz plus three and a half is minus one eighteen. Djokovic minus three and a half is minus one o five. Obviously, that really depends on whether you think this is going to be a long match or. Or a short match, I'm I'm certainly leaning towards the a longer side, which brings in the total games over forty and a half total games is minus one fifteen, and under forty and a half games is minus one oh eight. Um, how do you see this match going, Sean? Are we, you know, I, I, I'm probably suggesting you think Djokovic will have too much for our crest, but we 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 got a, we are expecting a a a long match, I would have thought, and we're expecting a bit of a blockbuster. Sometimes in sport it doesn't deliver, but I just can't see how this can't deliver
1: unless unless alcaraz has, has another sort of stress related cramp episode which as you say I, I mean i would i would doubt that he's not he's not got that same pressure has he, as he is the french open where people were expecting him to win and um all the rest of it 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 it's it's a very difficult one um it, it just depends on the day doesn't it who it's sort of very simplistic but it it just depends who handles the the key moments the better um on the day and the the vast majority of the time in his career it's been Novak Djokovic I can't think of many players that do that better than Novak Djokovic Nadal you could perhaps argue you know does a similar sort of job um but Djokovic just mentally just very very strong so I'll be looking at perhaps the over 39 and I think it's over 39 and a half isn't it spreads 40 and a half okay you could probably um, go
0: 39 and a half if you moved it down the most liquid one is um is 40 and a half but you, you obviously on the on the website you can move the games down I'll, you, you 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 chat and I'll find the, I'll find the price for around thirty nine and a half. 39 and a half
1: yeah I think I think the overs I mean Djokovic um certainly looks uh, looks to have the bet the key the answer in terms of the experience for me, I mean, this, this, this matchup is... We saw it in the French Open, didn't we? It was, it's, and and in, in Madrid, for the first two sets of the French Open before the, the, the thing happened to Alcaraz that happened to him in terms of the stress and everything else. Um, and in Madrid, where they played three very tight sets. I think the level that they have between them is... It, it's pretty similar, isn't it? Um, if you actually look at the stats of this Wimbledon, it's actually Alcaraz that's ahead. The service points won and return points won totals. Alcaraz is on 112. Djokovic is on one hundred and ten. The service hold and break totals uh, for this Wimbledon: Alcaraz one twenty, Djokovic one hundred and fourteen. So you could certainly argue that it's Alcaraz that's been um, the more effective player. You know this this Wimbledon. Um, the, the, question, the question is: Is can he produce it on the big occasion? Uh, I think he probably can up to a point, but I, th- I think it's a tall order asking him to win the three sets against Djokovic in this final. His first Wimbledon final. It's a it's a massive thing, isn't it? I know he's Spanish and. French is probably, um, perhaps, I don't know, but perhaps bigger for him, I don't know. But a Wimbledon final, first Wimbledon final for anybody, is, you know, it's massive, isn't it? You're asking him to come out against arguably the greatest player of all time on a surface that he's not that familiar with Alcaraz and win three sets. I, I'm not sure I see that happening, but I could certainly see him winning at least one, possibly two. That brings in the 39.5 or 40.5 uh, turtle games line. Um i personally quite like the three one to Novak Djokovic here that's around about a plus two ninety I think it is chance or so we bet everything that's i think that's right plus two ninety yep um could certainly see that happening so if you if you're playing on the the over the, the over lines the over games line um I would certainly suggest the the overs rather than the unders yeah
0: yeah the over thirty nine and a half is minus one thirty six if you want to play forty and a half it's minus one eighteen you want to be a bit bold. You can go up to 41.5 for even money. There's a little toggle underneath the total games uh, on the BetRivers website, and you can adjust it to whichever market you want. As Sean said, Dead or 2 I've met twice before. Uh, both wins, uh, one win piece actually. In 2022, they met Madrid. Alcaraz won in a very tight match, 6-7, 7-5, 7-6. And then that famous match in the French Open semi-final when it was really close. It looked like being a classic at one set all. Alcaraz gets uh, injured a little, and, uh, you know, a little bit of... We can't. We, what, what do we put that down to? Pressure? I don't know if it's an injury. I'm not quite sure what we put that down to. And then the cramping and there is different. in the final two sets was 6-1, six, 6-1. One, six, one. So the, really the competitive sets between these two have been extremely close. 6-7, 7-5, 7-6 and 6-3, six, 5-7. I quite like over 10 and a half games in the first set. I think it's going to be very close. And I agree with Sean. I think if you bet Djokovic to win three sets to one or three sets to two, that is where you want to be. I think overs is the way to play. Uh, just remember uh, it's the last opportunity for you to have there. We have a Wimbledon 50% match bet offer with Bet Rivers. Place a real money live wager of $10 or more on Wimbledon to the final and receive a 50% Wimbledon match bonus bet up to $25 or up to $100 for VIP customers, loyalty 7 and above. Odds must be minus $2 or greater to qualify. Can only be claimed one bet per day during the promotional period. Bonus bets be loaded in 30 minutes or placing a qualifying wager and will expire seven days after settlement that has been a very popular bet and i'm sure in play bettors will be out in force tomorrow in a match that we think will go all the way and could turn out to be a wimbledon classic uh remember there's four ways to follow us here on betting weekly game bet match you can download the podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, on your preferred podcast provider. Please give us a rate and review on there. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bet Rivers Network, and you can follow us on our socials on Instagram and Twitter, at Because We Win. Myself and Sean will be back tomorrow when we're back down to earth. We're looking at the Hall of Fame Open from Newport, Rhode Island, and the Swiss Open from Gustav. I bet you can't wait that for that. Oh, and, and the Nordia Open from Bustard. So you've got Gustav and Bustard. Well, uh, we had great s- success last year, didn't we? Yeah, then. I, mean, I can't we'll remember. Who, who do we have there? We have there? Serendolo
1: and Bayes both made the final. One yep. was 60 to 1, the other one was 20 to 1. And then I don't know whether it was played the same week. I think it was the week after, wasn't it? You had. What was it? Sixty, eighty to one, Massetti to win.
0: Amber? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, yes, we'll 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 be out there next week ourselves, so we'll be able to uh, to give you the comments from the uh, from the from the court side. Anyway, Sean, I know it's uh, it's been going to be a losing a Wimbledon for us, but it happens. The, these things happen, and we're still a good year with sixteen point four units up, despite what people are saying. We're actually making the money on the matches. We're one unit down on the outright markets. And that's includes a 33 to one winner review. So these things happen. Um, so what's the official pick for tomorrow? Sean? What are we going to go out and win a bank? We're going to have one bet. We're going to Bosh. This is it. This is the one.
1: Yeah. I think we have to take Djokovic to win three, one or I will anyway, um, 3.9. I think that's, uh, you know, uh plus two ninety in, in us. Uh, yeah. For me, I think it's, it, it gives you a lot of options. You can sort of mess about with it in play as well. Um, obviously we're doing this from, from a pre-match point of view, but generally speaking, you know, if, if, if you've got a 3-1. I think Djokovic for me is just too short to back at that price. I think he's probably going to win, but I wouldn't be... I think you'll probably get bigger than that in play. So I like to go for a bigger a bigger prop in these in these sort of matches. They're not, they're not the easiest matches to find much value in, but that's that for me is a, a good spot.
0: Djokovic makes history tomorrow for me and Sean. He wins his 24th major, he wins his 8th Wimbledon title. He equals Roger Federer and he's on course for a... Uh, Canada Grand Slam, just the US Open to go. That is what we think, but we all agree it's going to be a classic. Good luck wherever you do. Uh, Thank you very much for watching us over or listening to us over the last couple of weeks at Wimbledon. And uh, join us again on Sunday when we're about to earth with uh, a couple of ATP Tour 250s, our bread and butter, the one that Sean Calvert really gets his juices flowing. Mm -hmm. Take care, everyone. All the best.